Alright guys, welcome to episode 56 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And today we're going to be talking about the mayor of Easttown. We're going to talk about In the Heights. Um, we're going to talk about uh, musicals. Uh, and also, I guess, you know, in that conversation we're going to talk about just kids' movies and why Disney does some of the things it does. <laughs> um, we're also going to talk about uh, the new Tyler the Creator song that dropped. Mm. And, um, you know, how how vastly his music has changed over the years to the point where I can't even fucking hear him. Um, and then lastly, uh, we're going to talk about uh, a large event, a big event that happened, and uh, you know how one of us may have ruined a gift from a significant other. <laughs> but first... So let's start with what we've been watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what have you been watching recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, this week I actually watched two things from HBO Max. Um, oh, so I finished up uh, Mayor of Easttown, which I mentioned last week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the um, the de- detective drama with Kate Winslet and Gene Smart and I think um, let's see, Guy Pierce, the guy from Memento. Um, and the finale was, was really good. Um, it was pretty good. I, I think I, I think I had one episode left last week or maybe two. Um, but I think it nails it. And I think it nails it in like a way, a good short series would, where it's like the mystery's wrapped up and there's like one little, like last, like twist, like <gasps> moment. Um, but then it <clears throat> sort of lands it for, you know, the, the, the character as a whole, the main character, the main detective. Um, but it was, um, it was pretty good. It was really good. Um, I, I saw some people talking about, you know, they want a second season, but I'm like, I, I don't know. I I don't know if this, I mean, sometimes it's like, you know, just do one and leave it alone. Because I think while the detective story was the, the, what propulsed the story in this one, like the, the, or the, the murder mystery, Mm -hmm. um, I think what was the emotional push or the emotional core of the show was her dealing with grief and and trauma and i think if you just have a second season and it's like oh well you just have to have another mystery it's like well one there's really not much to talk about other than the mystery in season two right and then two it's like a small town and it's like how many dead people are found dead like that in like a murder mystery type way in a small town without somebody going like, all right, what the fuck? Like what's going on here? Right. It's like if Ashborough had like a fucking two murders that were like mysterious and shit. And then like next year you had another one. You're like, well, something's going on here. Right. Like uh, we need to do something. Somebody needs to do something. Well, let me tell you about a show called Riverdale. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's like murders all the time. (laughs) Exactly. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I I cannot recommend it enough. I think this is like, you know, I don't know if it's like as good as True Detective season one. I think which is the one I mentioned. I think last week or the week before. But I think Correct. it's 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 like right up there. It's like close. It's like that good. Like um, sharp objects. 
if you ever watched that one. That one is also on HBO, and it's like that peak, like this is that good, like short story or short series, like murder mystery shit. Like this is that that good shit that HBO does. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, it was good. Seven episodes. Everybody was good. Uh, she, uh, Kate Winslet was excellent, and I think I mentioned last week um, how when uh, before I watched it, I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. Like I was kind of like. This is just going to be like a dreary detective story where she like goes from her shitty family who yells at her and like her drug kids to like a murder mystery and like the town's full of crackheads who hate her. And you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> right, it's just right. the most dreary, depressing down shit you can imagine. But it's, it's really not. And I, I think, I think what I really, really liked was just, it, there's like these scenes where she like hangs out with her family and it's just her and her mom played by Jean Smart who is in, she was in Watchmen and she's in a show called Hacks. Um, and the, you, you just like hang out with her and it's like nice. And like her daughter's like really nice and supportive, but the, you know, there's like a family trauma that has happened before the show starts. Um, mm-hmm. But it, 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 the show is light. It's funny. It, it, there's like really nice comedic moments. There's like really nice moments with her and her ex-husband and people in the town and stuff. So I think people should go into it, you know, expecting, you know, a, a fairly, not grisly murder, but it's, you know, a murder. But then also there's like, some moments of levity that I think keep it from being just like dreary. You know, it keeps you wanting to watch the next episode. It keeps you wanting to come back. Right. Yeah. Like you, (laughs) there's no such thing as like a lighthearted murder. Um, Right. Right. Exactly. Like like in a show about a murder. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I I think, you know, I I think there's no way to like, um, how can I say? Um, You can't make American Vandal about a dead body, for sure. Right, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yep, 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 yep. It's just like some random high school kid making a YouTube documentary laughing. About a murder. There's a dead body in the middle of it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like, you find him with his dick out in the basement. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I'm trying to think of what else I thought about it. Oh, and, and I mean, like, I do say, like, it... This is like that good drama shit, right? Because the, the, what they talked about is good. Like, this is not like, um, remember a couple months ago when I was watching The Flight Attendant and then like at the end of like the fourth episode, I was like, wait, this is fucking trash, right? Like, I'm, right. I'm, wait, I'm watching trash TV. Like, I have been bamboozled, let astray, run amok. But this is not it. This is like that good shit. Although it does dip its toe ever so slightly into that, meaning okay. that um, like not every episode, but a few of the episodes they go like <clears throat> zoom in on a suspect you know B- billy or jonathan wasn't the kid's real son <gasps> cut the credits right like or oh, he geez. wasn't his real dad <laughs> right and it's like <gasps> cut the credits oh shit right like this that right. sort of like cheap like cliffhanger stuff but it you know you gotta do what you gotta do but i i, I i'm not digging the show for doing that kind of stuff because it's like you know you gotta keep people coming back but you know after like i think the third or second time i was like Hmm. Okay, show. All right, you're 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 on, you're 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 treading on dangerous waters here. You know something's. You're getting close to a flight attendant. You're not there. Just, you know. But but, be careful, show. Stay on um, the straight and narrow. Exactly. <laughs> These are stay gateway on, cliffhangers. Exactly. Um. Stay on that prestige TV shit. Don't don't come in here, with your flight attendant bullshit <laughs> I, I love the flight attendant but i was hoping you know I, I i didn't want that but um yeah can't recommend it enough i i think like i said it's as good as sharp objects if you watch that one if it's if you love true detective i think it's it's you know not that sort of groundbreaking tv shit but it, it's very very good and it's very very close to that good deal um 
So, I haven't really, I'm kind of in the same boat. I uh, haven't really been watching anything. Uh, same boat from last week, I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't really started watching anything, but I know that I have planned um, to watch either the first episode or the first two episodes of Loki this weekend. So, mm-hmm. I will be caught up uh, after after this weekend, for sure. Um, so, I'm looking forward to that. Um See, I didn't, I saw a trailer, and I was like, oh shit, Owen Wilson's in this, and he looks so weird with facial hair. Like, mm-hmm. it just does not, I'm like, who are you? <laughs> Where did the, this is not Owen Wilson at all, because I feel like I've never seen him in a, it is Owen Wilson, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I don't feel like I've ever seen him with facial hair in anything. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm trying to think of what he, yeah, I don't think he has anything, like, and the thing is that he, I mean, it's not just that, but he looks... I mean, I don't want to say he looks older, because it's like, oh, well, duh, it's been like, he's been mm. acting for forever, right? But right. but in my mind, he's always like the guy from Wedding Crashers, like, Wedding Crashers right. or Shanghai Night, or Shanghai Noon. Or even or... Like Zoolander, that kind of Yeah, thing. exactly. Like, that sort of like, just like, age, forever. Yeah. And then the Night at the Museum movies, and that's kind of like the last sort of area that I see him, and I haven't seen him, you know, he hasn't been in movies in a while. So, seeing him in this, and he looks like you know, he looks like an older guy, right? He looks like middle aged right. older guy. You go like, whoa! But then he still has that like sort of charm to him, right? Um, that I think um, really benefits the show. Um, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm definitely excited to give it a watch. It seems uh, I haven't heard anything bad about it. I mean, mm-hmm. um, so definitely excited to watch that. Yeah. Um, I um I watched uh, season two or episode two, you know, two days ago, mm-hmm. um, and it was great. I mean, it's just as good as the first one. Um, you know, like I said, we'll, once, you know, you finish it up, we'll go into like a more full detail mm-hmm. thing about it, but, um, it's, it's just good. And I, and, and I know the, the, I think the head writer or one of the writers of the show, he used to write for Rick and Morty. So I know, I think I mentioned last week that it has that sort of same vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has the same vibe that I mentioned that I found myself loving about, um, well, of course, Rick and Morty, but what was the other sci-fi show? Uh, what was the one sci-fi show where it was like, I liked how they talked about like technical stuff? Or was it a video game? I can't. Uh, I'm really not sure. Yeah, but uh, it's it just, you know, it, it, it spends time, um, you know, talking about like big heady stuff. Right. But then also like more just regular. With also some just like generic hijinks. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to see if I can find my notes about it. But, um, oh, Invincible. It was Invincible, where I was oh, like, I yeah. liked how it does, you know, sci-fi stuff, but it doesn't um, detract from, from the show. But then it also has this really, like, inventive way of explaining certain things. And you go, oh, that's clever. Like, I never even thought about somebody explaining that heady sci-fi thing in that way. Right. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, yeah, enjoy. Oh, and, and um. I have this great little bit that I found from an article about the first episode of Loki, where he, the writer talks about Owen Wilson, mm-hmm. and he says, "You know, I, you know, how, how, can I tell you how nice it is to see Owen Wilson again? I mean, he he technically hasn't gone anywhere, but it's been five years since he's appeared in broad comedies, and seven years since I've actually seen him in anything. For all the clunkers across his career and all the shorthand imitation jokes about wow, I feel like it's easy to forget the things he does so incredibly well, like when he plays a low energy character that's such an easy of charm about him." Specifically, the way that faint, low-key Texan draw that coaxes little bits of calm humanity out of people, and it's all and and it's all of this which is thankfully on display here in Loki. 
So awesome. I, yeah, he's awesome, and and yeah, just uh, yeah, enjoy, and, and yeah, we can we can talk about it. And I'm excited because you know, this like I said, this as of this recording, there's only been two episodes. There's six total, so I'm literally already you know one third of the way through it. So right, and so what's funny is like I never once considered Owen Wilson to be like lower energy mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Like it, I just it has never. That's now how, never like how I've just categorized him right but like mm-hmm. now that i'm thinking about it like wedding crashers like he's definitely the lower energy like calmer of you know him and vince vaughn yeah i imagine the same thing's true with the internship which was another big one they were in together mm-hmm. and then zoolander ben stiller is definitely like the higher energy more ridiculous and he's playing like a calm cool collected guy it's like it never even occurred to me that that's like a skill set he has right mm-hmm. it's to, like bring like just to bring that, like, to bring, I don't know, like, funniness and then also, like, play the calm, like, almost, it's not quite the straight man to the, you know what I mean? Like, it's not quite that, but it's, it's kind of close, right? Like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's adjacent. Yeah, like, when, when, what's his name, when Vince Vaughn is talking about, um, he's like, you can't fucking leave me here because of the thing, and, like, you know, motorboat, you motorboat, you son of a bitch, and he's, like, doing all that shit, and Owen <laughs> yeah. is just like, okay, right? Like, it's, it's a good pitter-patter. He, he's a lot like, um... Like Jason Bateman, where right. I think like in know, Arrested Development, like he plays off of everyone else, right? Like, right. like everyone then, else is the psychopath, <laughs> like Joe exactly. Buster, and then like, but he's constantly playing off of them, like, <laughs> and it's and not it really easy. It all work. No, it's not. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you can just play it all straight face, but that doesn't mean it's funny, right? Right, like exactly. You, there's a certain like comedic timing that has to go in with it. You know what I mean? And I never really just for whatever reason it never crossed my mind that he fits that role. But now that I'm thinking back, and it's probably because like most of the stuff he's in is kind of like zany and out there as an as like a general idea, right? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like Zoolander as a whole is kind of like zany and crazy and out there, like and fast paced and ridiculous. And Wedding yeah. Crashers is much more grounded, but even still, it's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So like, I guess I guess the overall ideas are so crazy that's even hard to like put your self in the space of like no Owen Wilson's the normal one you know <laughs> yeah 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 exactly yeah yeah. and I think you know like in the same as Jason Bateman where we go oh you know Will Arnett so funny right or um Tony Hale oh my gosh but you never go oh you know, Jason Bateman in the show but then if you look back you go he was really good in that like he was like sneakily underrated right same thing with um like uh, Game Night did you ever watch Game Night yes Game Night was I'm trying to think I feel like I did I really can't remember a whole lot about it yeah. They, it's the one with Jesse Plemons where he's like the neighbor and Rachel McAdams is the wife. And... Wait, Jesse Plemons is like super awkward the whole time, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And he's got the dogs. And it's got a Winston from The New Girl? Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep, yeah, yep, I remember yep. that. Yep. Okay, yeah. And it was great. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. I think you're really going to enjoy Owen Wilson in the show. And, and yeah, I'm excited to see what you think about the first two. Definitely. Uh, I'll try and get them both watched this weekend. We'll have some... When do they come out? Excuse me. I burped. Um, Wednesdays. Wednesdays. So they used to do Fridays. And then I think um, because now they have, you know, movies are coming back out in theaters and stuff. They don't want to compete with themselves, especially coming up. You know, Black Widow is in, I think, two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. So they, would, they, they don't want to do like Friday, Black Widow, go see it. And then also the last episode of Loki, right? So they mm-hmm. moved all of their Disney stuff to Wednesday. And actually, I think I, I read an article um, this week that said that because Loki had such high numbers from a Wednesday premiere that they're going, they moved 
all of their like show releases to Wednesdays. So they have other shows that I mean I don't watch, but they have like um High School Musical, the musical, the show or the series or some okay. shit like that. <laughs> and so they moved those premieres to like Wednesday and okay. um like the kids That's... shows and stuff. Isn't that crazy? That's like, I don't know if I want to say paradigm shifting, but like, premiere TV has always been like Friday or Saturday night, I feel like, right? Or Thursdays, mostly Thursdays, like if you think back to like when Friends was on TV and shit and Seinfeld, like it was like Thursday, like you premiere that shit and it's like... But like Game of Thrones was always... what Sunday nights. Sunday nights. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think like, I don't know when Breaking Bad, I feel like Breaking Bad might have been Thursday or Friday. Uh, Breaking Bad was on uh, Sunday nights. Yeah, yeah. So Sunday Breaking nights. Bad was on Sunday nights too. They copied from like HBO because HBO was always their Sunday night shit. It was like Entourage or The Sopranos, Game of Thrones, and stuff. Right. So, so maybe that's where I'm getting it from. Like in my yeah. head, I'm just like those shows. Like it was like if you wanted to be a good TV show, it was always Sunday night. Sunday or night. Yep. Mad Men. Yeah. 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 So that like to just like why was that a thing? I wonder. You know what I mean? Sunday like, nights. Yeah. I don't. Um. I honestly think, well, I honestly think it was all HBO, right? Because back, you know, 15 years ago, you know, 20 years ago when The, the Sopranos premiered, that's when they started, like, the prestige TV. It's like, it's a movie, but it's it's not, you know, it's not a movie, it's not TV, it's HBO. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think they were just, like, Sunday night. They just kind of picked it because I guess they wanted people to, like, watch it and then have something to talk about the next day at work. And then okay. I think all of the yeah. channels that wanted the that. prestige TV, like AMC with Mad Men and Breaking Bad and... You know, even uh, TNT with like all their sort of spinoff shows in FX. I think they're like, well, we'd want to be like HBO. Let's do our shows on, you know, Sunday yeah, nights. I guess I, I, yeah. So I guess the answer I was looking for was more like the want something to talk about, you know, with the people at work. I guess I could see that. Like for me, it's just like Sunday night. If you have if your show starts at fucking ten, like some people are just gonna be like, I don't want to stay up late. And, you know what I mean? Like, like that's gonna be a thing for some people. Just like mm-hmm. some people don't watch Sunday night or Monday night football games, it's like Jesus Christ, I gotta, I gotta wake up in the morning. <laughs> oh yeah, and so like <laughs> it's it's surprising that like Sunday night was a thing for so long, and that's yeah. part of what surprised me about throwing it at Wednesday. But I guess does Disney Plus release like Wednesday night at a specific time, or is it just no. Wednesday? I think it's Wednesday. I think it's like I think I think that's mid- more perfect. I think yeah. that's more ideal. It's like it can come out Wednesday, so you have something to watch on Wednesday when normally maybe you don't. Yeah, but then also like it's not like we're throwing it at fucking ten p.m. on a Wednesday, and you're like, "Fuck, now I gotta be tired when I go into work on Thursday." You know what I mean? No, yeah, they're, they're premiering them like, um, like you know, you can stay up until midnight. I think it's it's midnight, um, in the West Coast, and then three three a.m. here. Mm-hmm. And I remember because I woke up super early to watch One Division because I didn't feel like being spoiled, and I watched One Division in the morning before mm-hmm. I even like got ready for work because I was like, "Motherfuckers!" Like, well, we talked about it. We know when we talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like, right. people don't give a fuck. They're just <laughs> like, and I, and and even if they try, they're like, you know, spoilers for the show. Wasn't it crazy when he did that? When he spun that web, and he's like, "Oh, I wonder who spun the web. Like, which character <laughs> does the web?" Right? Like, I isn't it crazy when he shot that beam at his forehead? Like, okay, yeah, it's we're like talking about vision. Got it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we know who you're talking about. But um, when yeah, when, crazy yeah, Wednesday's when his suit just <laughs> suit mm-hmm. fell into pieces. You're like, oh, it's so Iron Man's back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I see. I wish that they would do. I, I think it would be cool if they didn't do like that that three in the morning thing. I think it would be cool if they were like seven o'clock. We're premiering them everywhere at seven o'clock. Although I think. I I think they don't want to do that because of what happened with HBO with the season finale of Mare of Easttown, which is where used to happen with Game of Thrones, where at 10 o'clock, 
everybody logs on and just breaks the app, right? right. And the app just like fucking collapses. So I think they're trying to avoid that, which makes sense, um, especially for something like Loki or all those. Which I think if they did like a seven o'clock, it would just destroy Disney Plus. Right. Um, but uh, but yeah, Wednesdays that's when they drop. All right, definitely gonna try and stay on time for that. I think. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a little more difficult throughout the week, but I, I may be able to make that work. Um, yeah. All right. So what's the other thing you uh, you're watching? Right. Yeah, you said so... you watch two things both on it. Oh, actually, before I even get into that, it just mm-hmm. hit me. You said, you know, like they don't want to compete with themselves on Friday um, because, like, they're going to have, you know, Black Widow coming out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then these, the next thing you watched was, is it a movie? Yeah, th- this one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it got me thinking, like, what is. Look, HBO Max. Or not HBO Max. HBO's huge, right? Like, they're... Yeah. It, it, it's huge. Disney's infinitely huger. Like, like infinitely yes. just fucking... Like, like I, don't, I don't even know... I really don't know the numbers, but it has to just... Like, without even knowing numbers, right? HBO is HBO. Disney is also ESPN. Is also... Like, you know what I mean? Like, right, yeah. Is also every fucking thing they've ever wanted to buy. Um, with that being said, it's so, like... I want to watch Black Widow, honestly, but I am not going to, like, I don't know that Black Widow would be a go-see-in-theaters movie for me. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, I'm, the character, like, there's nothing wrong with the character, and I, like, but for, I've just never been, let's put it this way, when you're like, I want to go see the Avengers, I'm like, I want to see Thor, Hulk, uh, Iron Man, Captain America, I've never once included Black Widow in that list, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like. I want to see these characters do stuff. I want to see this um, Thanos. You know what I mean? I've never once yeah. been like, I want to see what Black Widow does. Or, like, I've never <laughs> seen, like, I want to see what Hawkeye does. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. No one gives a shit. Um, so this, I don't know that I would ever go to see it in theaters. But, like, HBO releases their movies for free on when it's on HBO Max, right? Right, yeah, yeah. Well, and for Disney this year, charges, for like, the premiere that's, like, or, like, isn't that, like, 30 bucks? Yeah, and it's weird what they That's choose to make crazy. that premiere exclusive thing because, like, um, what was the one? Cruella was 30, Mulan was 30, Raya was 30, but, um, like, the uh, Soul, the Pixar Soul, wasn't. And then this Friday, well, oh, by really? the time recording, I just already, assumed they were all 30. No, mm-mm. so Soul, was, Soul is free, and then, well, at this point, it would have been free anyway. And then this upcoming Friday, well, tomorrow at the time of this recording, um, they're coming out with Luca, the other Pixar movie, and that one is also free. Um, but it's interesting because, like, for Cruella and Ryan, all those, they do the $30 thing, but then they also put it in theaters. Um, right, and even, but, like, what's, I, even going to a theater isn't $30. So I just, like, where did you get that figure? Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess it's more than one person watching, so that's how they're arguing it you know what i mean i'm sure that's the logic right is that like if you buy it, it's probably more than one person so it's a couple tickets maybe for a kid or two so 30 bucks but the thing is also not a fucking theater experience so like that's such a high number to me like i can't believe it should never be cheaper for me to go to a theater than to sit at home and watch it in an inferior manner you know what i mean exactly yeah yeah 
And then, like, for Luca, they're not even putting that in theaters, which is so weird because, like, it, it feels backwards to me. It feels like you would put the free one in theaters so that you get some money out of it, and then you don't put the one that you charge in theaters so that people will want to pay it, you know? Right. Because then if I go, why would I go see Corella in theaters? Um, you know, it doesn't make sense. Right, yeah. I, I just... when I can... But but who knows why they do the things that they do. Um, I, I've heard that you know, people at Pixar are a little bit peeved that they're not even being put at the $30 thing, that they're just straight up dumped on the site for free. Um, but hopefully that changes. Cause I, I think, you know, their movies look beautiful and I, I hate having to watch even, even though I got, I watched soul on a big screen TV and the one, you know, I'm going to watch Luca this weekend on a, you know, my TV. I want to see that shit in theaters. Both right. of them. I would have loved to have seen soul in theaters. So I've had the opportunity to see it in theaters. Um, and same thing with, uh, with Luca. The other crazy thing to me is that, like, or not crazy, unfortunate thing, I guess. I don't know if it's just because they're on streaming or... It could also be that because... you know, Actually, this might be the answer. I'm... I don't have cable anymore, so maybe it's just because I'm not seeing, like, advertisements because it's all streaming. But, mm-hmm. like, I feel like I don't know shit about, like... Like, Raya the Last Dragon came out, and I didn't know that was even a fucking movie till it was out. Mm-hmm. Like, like Luca, I did not know it was a movie until you said it just now. Like, mm-hmm. like, and maybe that's just a, a product of, like, you know, cord, cu- uh, cord cutting and going into all these separate streaming services. Whereas, like, before, cable was, like, the thing that people had. Mm-hmm. So, advertising was just more effective. You know what I mean? I wonder mm-hmm. if that's just the case. Like, like, advertising was just more effective, because if you were watching anything, like, there was an opportunity for me to show you an ad, right? Right. But, like, if I'm on Hulu, if, if let's say, let's say you're someone who doesn't get every single streaming service, mm-hmm. if I'm on Hulu with no ads, like, nothing Disney ever does is going to see me unless it's on YouTube. Right. And even still, if I, it, like, maybe it's just the YouTube videos I watch are not really, like... I don't know how the YouTube ad thing works, but maybe it's just like the videos you watch. You know what I mean? If I watch some like comedy, not PG podcast, right? Like right. maybe it's not going to throw a Luca ad on there. You know what I mean? So now I've never even heard of this movie coming out because right. I'm not watching TV. I'm only watching streaming services. I don't have commercials. You know what I mean? Like it's just an odd thing to think about because like I-, I can't imagine a Pixar movie coming out five years ago and me having no idea. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And I think, you know, it not being in theaters, I think that's a big thing too because, you know, when you go to the movies, you'll see the, the trailers for the other movies or you'll see it in the lobby, you'll see the posters or like some board and you'll be like, oh, they're making another one of those, right? Right, but even um, on top of that, I never was, I never went to theaters a whole lot. You know what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. that's definitely, that's definitely true. But like, I never went to theaters to watch a movie like that, that often. You know what I mean? Like, uh, maybe once every couple months. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe. And so it's like, even still, though, I feel like I knew the things that were coming out because I had mm-hmm. cable and was seeing advertisements all over the place. Now I don't have cable and now I don't see ads, which is like weird that it's even a thing because like I would never have been like, boy, it's weird. Like I missed these ads. You know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> like I never would have been like, well, I wish I wish I got commercials. Um, mm-hmm. But like it's even a premium service to not get commercials but now i'm just like it's weird that i don't see commercials and like just have random things like in my knowledge that i don't know about like disney movies yeah you know what i mean That's yeah, yeah. All. and i mean 
I think, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of how I, like, see stuff. Because I, I don't have cable either. I haven't had cable for four years now. Yeah, four years now. So, like, I, I, I'm the same with you. Like, I, like I, if I don't, if it's, like, a kid stuff, I just kind of, like, goes by the periphery. Like, I'm not really aware of it unless I see it, like, in a public space. Like, a movie theater or a billboard or, you know. Right, some sort of public arena where I just, you know, like, oh, they're doing that again, or like, oh, it's a sequel to this or that, you know. Mm-hmm. Plus, I also, it, it could also be another product of just like, I have most of the streaming services now. I feel like, you know, um, mm-hmm. but like, I don't, I don't really have like the most time to watch stuff. So it could mm-hmm. also be that like I'm just not logging into Disney Plus very often. You know what I mean? To like even mm-hmm. see like an ad for a Disney thing. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if if I just don't have the time and I'm watching a show on a different channel instead, then you know I'm just not going to see that ad for a while. <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's uh. God, and there was something else I was going to say, and I fucking I lost it. It was in my brain, and it was fucking there, and I was going to say it. And what were we talking about? Talking about commercials not seeing them disney i don't know it's fucking gone forever that, that thought <laughs> is just i never had it uh, well if it comes back okay just be like oh it's the thing <laughs> yeah, yeah. um but the uh the other thing i watched this week um is i went to the theaters and i watched in the heights which is in one of the hbo max simultaneous like in theaters and in the app thing okay um and it's the uh the musical by well the, it's Lin-Manuel Miranda's musical before Hamilton and they made it into a movie um and it's directed by John Cho John Chu and he did uh Crazy Rich Asians and okay. I forget what else but uh but I really like Crazy Rich Asians so Warner Brothers let him do another one another movie um and um it's fantastic it's really really good I think I'm not a big musical guy like I don't I don't really like watching them I I think you know if I had to say like the musicals that I enjoy are probably like Sweeney Todd and um, like Little Shop of Horrors. Like I guess just ones that are mm-hmm. like have like a little bit of of a, of a macabre twist to them. So I, but I don't really like search them out. And I'm like, well, you know, I teach their own, right? Like people like Mamma Mia and stuff. And I'm like, cool. Like that's the look. You guys have fun, but like not really my thing. But I really like this one. I think you know it, it has that sort of same. Um, rappy dialogue thing that hamilton does right, um okay. so it's never like i i know exactly what they're saying Cause sometimes with musicals i feel like i don't i'm like well wait wait what do you what what are you guys singing about like i don't know what you guys are talking about right um but this is uh yeah it, it's good you know it's, it's about a, a neighborhood in, in new york and just like the lives of i think between like f- six to ten people just like living and 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 existing during a heat wave uh one summer um it's very good. I think, you know, I, 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 there's really not much to ding it for because everything that it tries to be, it nails. It, try, it tries to be colorful, vibrant, boom. It tries to be, like, a good pace, boom. It give you great characters to, to, like, follow along and enjoy and, like, spending time with, boom. Um, I will say it's a little bit long. It's about, I think I think I saw it's, like, 2.15, 2.10. Okay. Um, and I think if they would have... But the thing is that I can't really ding it because... It, it, there's really nothing that I go. Oh my gosh, this seems to take it forever. It does. It it does everything it needs to do, but it just takes its time and, and you know does it well. Right. So, um, I think if if you're a fan of musicals, I think this is amazing. Like I think there's no. I think this is like the peak of, of what, you know, a musical can be on t- in in a movie form in a film form. I think it. You know, there's like scenes in like a pool where there's like hundreds of extras all being synchronized, and you're just like, holy shit! Like that must have taken so much work. Like it, it looks 
difficult to pull off. And there's like these great little quick cuts that sync up with the music, and you go, "That must have been so hard to like even conceive and think of as you're filming it." Right. Um, but uh, but yeah, it, it's it's fantastic. I think if if you like musicals, you're gonna love it. If you don't like musicals, give it a chance and then see what's up. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's um, in the heights. All right. So, what is why is that the case? That, like, you and I both don't like musicals that much. Because, like, I can't come up with a reason. Like, we like music. We like movies. Like, mm-hmm. why are musicals so just like, a, what the fuck are you doing? Like, like, I guess maybe it's not what the fuck are you doing for me, but it's just, like, the thought of, like, alright, In the Heights may be great, but the thought of people... Doing the fucking showy, like, swing both arms out, right? You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Like, yeah. both hands at your chest, swing them both out, step forward into it, and, like, shake your head and sing. Like, that, I immediately, I'm just like, oh, brother. Like, I don't, like, I just, like, it, and it makes me want to roll my eyes through the back of my head. And I have no <laughs> idea why. I don't know what it is that, like, what involuntary muscle... That the idea of a musical, I'm just like, Jesus Christ. I remember this, I remember having the revelation that like all kids' movies are musicals, like at least the old ones, and being like, fuck! Like, because <laughs> now I'm never gonna be able to view them differently. Like, it hit me, I was like, oh, fucking The Lion King is a musical, bro. Like, it's just yeah. like, and I like, the moment I learned that, I was like, fuck! Like, I don't, I look, now I don't want to watch Lion King. Because I know this is just now, like, I, I don't know what it is. There's something internally that I'm like, this is just whack music to me. Like, 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 <laughs> what was the, there was a big one with fucking, uh, God, Zac Efron. Uh, The Greatest Showman. I heard that movie was amazing and I could not have wanted to watch it less. <laughs> I was like, it was what okay. The fuck do I want to watch this for? You know what's funny? I fucking heard that was it Hugh Jackman that's in it with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that motherfucker has concerts. Like I think he can actually fucking sing. Don't care. Yeah. Don't care. Yeah. Don't want to <laughs> fucking watch it. You know who else can sing? Jeremy Renner. I <laughs> roasted. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but, I, I think I. I don't know. I think I. I like some. I just find myself really like enjoying and like coming back to. And literally, it literally it's just those two, the ones that I mentioned. It's just Sweeney Todd and Little Shop of Horrors. Where like I go. Like, I have, like, some Sweeney Todd songs in my iPod, and, like, I have, like, um, Sydney and I, right before COVID started, we went to see Little Shop of Horrors at the Alamo, and, like, both of those, I'm like, fuck yeah, like, I love these movies. But, like, for other ones, I just don't know, it just doesn't, I don't know, it just doesn't click. And even growing up, I, I, like, I, I, I watched, um, of course, the Disney musicals, but then also stuff like Chicago, and I was like, well, that was fine, you know, I don't really see, like, I don't see the, 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 the fuss about it, right? And I never really got a chance to see the big, like, sort of classical musicals growing up, like The Sound of Music or uh, West Side Story, right? So I never got exposed to those growing up. But I, but I just haven't watched them now, so I'm like, well, now it's too late to kind of go back. I'll just wait for the remake, for the West Side Story remake later this year. But the thing is, like, even that one, I'm just going to be like, I don't know what the fuck a musical. Like, like <laughs> I just, I, maybe it's just I feel that, like, I feel like musical music is subpar. Right, like whatever music you hear in a fucking musical. I mean, I, mm. maybe not the same with Little Shop of Horrors, Sweeney Todd, because you 
you said you have them on your iPod. But, like, you're never going to put a song from The Greatest Showman on your fucking playlist and just be like, yeah, I'm just fucking jamming out to that. Like, like that's just not... It, so it just has to be worse. Like, in my head, like, I'm like, what other... Re- like, they putting that shit on the fucking radio. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you're not going to hear fucking In the Heights on the radio. So, mm-hmm. like... But if it's good music, I don't know why it wouldn't be. So my yeah. my logic, I guess, is just that like it clearly has to be subpar music, and maybe it is subpar music, but it fits obviously in the film because it's trying to tell a story with visuals. But like right. in my head, I'm just like, I don't, I just don't want to listen to music that's not good. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I can't even remember the last one that really made cross through to like actual popular music. There was one Greatest Showman song that people really really liked, probably before that, maybe like. Let It Go, like Frozen's a musical, so Let It Go was probably like the real last big like musical one that, that came out. But even over. that, they weren't, I don't feel like, I don't know. But that's also different, I just feel like that was like, Frozen as a whole was like crazy in the zeitgeist, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, like oh, yeah that yeah, song yeah. had a way extra push. But yeah. like, and you know what's funny though, the only musical songs I can think of off the top of my head, Fucking The Lion King. Those are bangers. I don't care. <laughs> Bro, just can't wait to be king. Banger. Hakuna Matata, banger. Bro, Hakuna Matata is the most illogical bullshit ever. I saw a meme and I was like, fuck, I'm stupid. Is that like, it's like, Simba's like, yeah, my dad died and I was kicked out of my kingdom and I can never fucking come back. And they're like, Timon and Boomer are like, have you tried just not fucking worrying about it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it doesn't matter. The song's a banger. But like, the other musicals, I'm just like, I don't know. Like if I'm thinking about it, the other kids' movies I like, like Finding Nemo is not a not a musical at all. Um, mm-hmm. Monsters Inc. is it? I don't even think there's any musical numbers in those, are there? Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, like it's weird. I, maybe it's just the older ones. You know what I mean? That had like a lot more musicals. I'm trying yeah. to think of other like music bits in in movies. Maybe they're not um, all musicals, but like I, maybe it's just Lion King's like the big one, and I learned the big it was one. They're like I think right around there is when they stop making them because I think even Tarzan has one musical bit, but then the rest isn't. And then I think the Hunchback of uh, Notre Dame that that the one Hunchback of Notre Dame has a few of them. I think Tarzan has a couple. Yeah, I think Tarzan mm-hmm. has more than one because I feel like the one where he's swinging through the woods is one, and then there's one where he's like banging all the pots and pans and shit together. Yeah, like, I face? think that's like right around there. That's when they stopped, and I don't think hmm. I didn't think. Uh, isn't that a weird thing that I just like? Stumbled across. Which one? Isn't it weird that like I just stumbled across the fact that like at some point they just quit making all kids movies musicals and I just never never realized. Yeah, um, and then like I think it was like it probably was like right around the time that like Toy Story they... doesn't have any any like musical numbers really, does it? No, and I, I don't think Pixar even has a musical. Oh, you're right. Um, not that Souls by Pixar. It's about fucking music, and it probably music, doesn't even yeah. have a musical bit. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't think they have a musical yet. I think the last Tangled has a couple of songs. I think The Princess and the Frog has a couple of songs. Frozen, then, of like, course. So basically, like, like Pixar just doesn't have one yet. And I think it's right around, right around when it changes from like, like hand animated to like computer animated. I think that's when shit starts to sort of just change completely, and it's like that DreamWorks animation shit. Right. And you, you know, boy, I I feel like I've said this before. But, like, talking about music, though, their Toy Story has, like, the worst music ever. Because that scene will fucking buzz like you will forever scar me. Like, that, that's, I'm, it's just so fucking, I'm just, I feel like the walls are closing in every time I see it or hear that song. Where he fucking, 
falls down the steps and fucking breaks his arm and has the wings. Oh, yeah, next to him. he tries to fly. And, the fuck, and it, like, zooms in on him. I'm like, this shit mm-hmm. is, like, like, what the fuck is going on? This shit's no good. <laughs> it's, like, depressing. He's, like, just realized he's a toy and not a fucking hero. And, like, tries mm-hmm. to fly, crashes. The music, like, kind of sad music's playing. It's, like, slowed down, zooming in on him. And, like, I, I don't know, like, what fucking that did. But, like, even as an adult, I'm like, I don't want to watch this shit. Like, <laughs> this shit's sad. You better fucking fast forward. Uh-huh. It's no good. It's like, I don't know. It's because it's not just sadness. Because, like, I can get past the scene in Lion King now, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is also way brute for a kid. Which is like, he fucking knows look at his dead dad. That's fucking rough. Um, for But, like, that fucking, I don't know. Some Maybe it's the way it zooms in. I'm just like, mm-hmm, I'm uncomfortable now. I don't want to watch this. Yeah. No, yeah. That, 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 yeah that, I mean, I used to watch that movie all the time when I was a kid. But I, I think it's like, um, even then I was like, God, this scene's sad as shit. <laughs> Right. Then I think that makes you know the ending even better, but um, it also maybe is because isn't that like is it right after that that you get is, is that like the one two combo of like I'm trying to think because I feel like that's either after or before or very close to like the whole fucking like baby doll and fucking spider legs coming out the fucking bed. Yeah, that that's um that's I think that's right before because then that's when they get out of the room. Right. So maybe like, it's just that one-two punch of, like, shit's already fucking eerie and weird, and he's, like, fucking lighting toys on fire with firecrackers. So, like, mm-hmm. you're already just like, oh, this is bad, like, bad news. And then you get that scene, or, or vice versa, and it just fucking, like, scars it together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Your emotional tissue's like, mm-mm, nope. Every time you hear this, that's bad. <laughs> yeah. I, I always heard that, um, this might not be true, but, you know, it was nominated for best original screenplay and i think uh joss whedon wrote the, the script for it and i think for toy story yeah and i think Ooh, he i always heard, maybe i misheard or misremember but i always i remember reading somewhere that he was the one who taught them pixar how to write or like how to crack stories and then from there they just took it and ran with it because okay. they all you know they were like computer nerds right they're like animation right. dudes right they, they just kind of did like figured out the animation they need somebody who like could do the story and they, and they knew some of it but then he came in and like sort of cracked it for them and then after that they ran with everything else with like a bug's life or monsters inc or finding nemo from then on it's funny like <laughs> i saw i remember reading a whole article about emperor's new groove and how that movie was just like a disaster it never should have came out like mm-hmm. even though it's like i like it it's like a cult classic for kids movies like the whole process of what it was what it turned into how it got made like that shit should have been shut down so many times. At one point, after it had already been, like, in development for, like, years, they had, like, competing visions for what it should be. And so they split the whole group, like, into two teams. And were like, here's what you think the movie should be. Here's what you think the movie should be. And they pitched it against each other. And that's, like, three years in. They're, like, they're just, like, pitching the ideas for a movie against each other. And the whole room had to, like, vote which movie was going to come in. And the thing is, like, the original guy is the one who lost. Like, the guy who was originally at the helm of this movie and what it should be, lost. Can you imagine? You've been working on this shit for three years already, and then, like, you're, like, up against another dude that was previously just working with you, and now it's like your whole movie's gone. It's somebody else's movie now. It's just, like, a whole different thing. Right. It's fucking nuts. If I find that article, I'll send it to you. It, I mean, it's, it's kind of what happened with um with Ratatouille as well. Like the Ratatouille, the the cook, the the rat in the kitchen, like that. They had been working on that movie for a few years, and I forget who the director was. Who the director was? It was like a guy named like Jada something or 
playing playing it was some person had been working from from pixar and apparently it wasn't going well at all and Mm -hmm. so they ripped out you know brad bird had finished the incredibles in 2004 and they were like hey we need your help to come in and just literally revamp everything and just do it for us and you know usually you know these movies take like four to five years and he came in you know in two redid the whole thing like fucking basically from scratch he it says he wrote it Redid the whole thing, came in, and then got Ratatouille and got an Oscar for it. Um, and stole, the, I mean, not stole, but like, you know, took this dude's idea about a cooking rat and then just ran with it. And, and know, what's funny is own. the dynamic, like the dynamic for Emperor's New Groove, which might be the same for the other one. I'm not, you know, I wasn't there. But they talk about the, the dynamic for the Emperor's New Groove thing was that, like, the guy that they chose to pitch against the original creator had like been there and was friends with the original creator of it or like the guy originally at the head mm-hmm. like the whole time they both worked there and so now it's like all of a sudden you're pitching against this dude and he was like he was like i felt bad because the thing was like we all kind of knew the movie wasn't like we we hadn't like even like three years in we'd done all this research and storyboarding stuff out and it's like we still didn't even really know what the movie was about right like we had too many different storylines that he felt attached to like the original guy right he was like yeah. no this is important and this is important and this is important and this is important it's like well it can't all be you know what i mean because right. we don't have enough time to flesh all of this out exactly and it's like so he was like i felt bad because like i respected that dude blah 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 but like they asked me to try and save this movie you know what i mean and it's like right. here's here's what i think we should cut to save it and then the thing is that he gets his idea gets chosen at the meeting right Mm-hmm. Like the Emperor's New Groove wasn't even supposed to be a comedy, right? Like, like really. Right. And so it's like, can you imagine like the guy that you respected is now working under you, and he's just watching you rip his fucking vision apart and turn it into a comedy? <laughs> like that's fucking awful, bro. Jesus. Like, then, like, I mean, every time you cut something, you just look over, and he's just fuck one tear. Yeah, and the thing is, it's like not just that, but it like I feel like out of those early two thousand movies that Disney made, like Disney proper made, I think it's probably the one with the most like social impact, like in terms of like memes and jokes and stuff. You know, from that era, the king, the undisputed king, is of course Shrek two thousand one. Right. But I think out of the Disney ones, like Treasure Planet, Lilo and Stitch, um, Atlantis, uh, the one. Um, What's the one? Um, Emperor's New Groove, like right, like those like movies in the early two thousands. The one that seems to have stood the test of time is the Emperor's New Groove more than I think all of them. Maybe Lilo and Stitch is a close second. Yeah, even I don't I don't know how it came up. My wife the other day was walking around the house going like, uh, <laughs> "What is it?" He's like, "Poison for Cusco. Cusco's poison." Like like it's just like this yeah. dumb fucking thing. It's just like it just got stuck in her head, and it's just there. Like I don't even know why we're why that was even there, but now it's here. Exactly. Emperor's New Groove in twenty. Yeah, like almost twenty years later, that's the one that people, you know, call back to when they're walking around the house, right? Right. Yeah, and and that shit, the the, the whole process of it coming out sounds like a just an absolute disaster. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, in the heights on HBO Max, <laughs> um, yeah. musicals. If musicals are your thing, if boy, that that's how it all started, right? We were talking about like why the fuck don't we like musicals? All mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And I think yeah, yeah. And then you have a month to watch it on HBO Max. It's doing that HBO Max thing. Um, I, I, I don't know what movie is after that. I think the Suicide Squad in August is the next movie that's doing that. Um, 
I don't think they're going to stick with it after this year. I think it's like the, it's like a trial balloon thing. I think next year they'll go back to full movie theaters. But I do think the exclusivity window will go from like, you know, three months, four months down the road to like a month and a half. I think right. I think that that's one thing that I think doesn't come back. But I do think they stopped doing the HBO Max and theater, same thing, same day thing. But they go back to theaters, but then that window just gets cut pretty much in half. Right. So, um, I don't know if it's the thing I was thinking of, but I feel like it might be. Remember earlier when I lost it? Mm-hmm. You, you brought up Suicide Squad. Earlier you had mentioned, like, I don't know why they do what they do. Those are the words you used. I, I mm-hmm. don't remember what we were even the fuck we were talking about. But you said something along the lines of, like, who, like, who knows why they do what they do or, like... What, something yeah, like that. Like Disney it, releasing the movies, like or like what, when when they release the shows that they do. Oh, and which movies are are, are thirty dollars versus yeah. which mm-hmm. ones are free? Okay. Yeah. Anyways, it was uh, you mentioned Suicide Squad. The trailer always kills me. Fucking John Cena, where he's like, he's like, I'd suck a whole beach full of dicks or whatever. He's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, why would why would why would they put dicks all over a beach? And he's like. Who knows why Mad Men do what they do or something like that. <laughs> it's fucking I, I cannot wait for that one. That one's going to be awesome. John Cena's going to be great, right? Yeah. Like, it, it's just... I, th- I hope that movie's great. Oh, God, but I, I feel so. pretty good about it. Yeah. Um, so, do you want to skip the second one and just move to the yeah, third yeah. one? Yeah, we can skip to the third one and then we can wrap it up with, um, with you. your big update. Okay. So, new Tyler the Creator song, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Lumberjack. Yes. Uh, I saw... A, you sent me a sample, right? Yes, they, they, yeah, that, that sample account on Twitter already did the song, yeah. Right. So, I actually haven't heard the full song yet. I saw that clip. And um, I, I guess before that, since you have listened to the whole thing, I presume, um, what did you feel? Did you like it? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's really short. I think the is clip it? he put online was like a minute and 15, mm-hmm. and the song is literally like two and a half minutes. It's like short. Oh, okay. Um, I did like it. I think this sounds less like stuff on Igor and more like his old stuff. Specifically okay. more stuff from um, Cherry Bomb. Cherry Bomb? Maybe. Uh, to me, it sounded a Cherry little more song. like Wolf. Some of the yeah. stuff on Wolf, which is yeah, right before yeah. Cherry Bomb. Yeah. Yeah, so that's sort of like uh, hard, snare, clangy, like sort of uh, not annoying, but just like repetitive, like buzzing sound, right? Um, and so I was like, ooh, this sounds like, well, I don't want to say a step back, um, but I think it sounds like previous stuff. Um, and so there's a couple things I, I thought about this, right? It's like, first, I hit the rubs hands like Birdman because like, I was like, this is Tyler going back to his old shit. And the thing is, is like, I, so we talked about, uh, at one point, Freddie Gibbs, Tyler, the creator, that song, something to rap about, right? Yeah. And he basically says, fuck everybody who keeps telling me to go back to my old shit. I'm a different person now. Correct. Mm-hmm. And I 100% have sided with him on that always. Cause the thing is like, I used to like his old shit, but like, if you're an artist to get in the creative process, you have to be in a specific headspace. You know what I mean? And like. You can't rap about fucking, I don't know, like being depressed and murdering people, like shock value stuff. If you're just in a good mood, like I just, I feel, and I feel like if you do, your just art will be less. Like it will mm-hmm. be not as good. I boy, my vocabulary is fucking letting me down. I came up with less and not as good. Worse is the word I was looking for. <laughs> Jesus Christ, um, your, your art will just be worse for it. Um, 
with that being said, like, I like the, I don't know, the auditory word, it might be the same one, but like the aesthetic, right, Mm -hmm. of of that stuff more. Um, And maybe not necessarily, I'm not saying we have to go back to like fucking Goblin and Bastard, um, where it's like, you know, eating cockroaches and stabbing Bruno Mars in the esophagus and, um, (laughs) you know, fucking just murdering people. I'm not saying we have to go back to that, but like Wolf is that sweet spot for me. Um, and so that I was just, I was super excited cause I heard that and I was like, that sounds more like that. And that's like, yeah. I, and I didn't know this song had come out, right? Mm-hmm. Not two, when did it had to have come out two or three days ago? Probably. If I yeah. Take a guess. Yeah. I randomly was like, I want to listen to old Tyler creator stuff. And I hit Spotify and I saw there was a song called Lumberjack, and I was like, I've never heard of this. Like, and I just scrolled past it, because I was like, it's probably just something new that came out, and you know, or like, mm-hmm. or like, I just missed it somewhere. And I like, scrolled past it and went and listened to Wolf. And then you sent me that, and I was like, holy shit, this just came out. I just saw it, and I didn't listen to it. And then also, it sounded like what I wanted to listen to. And I was like, oh, this is so fucking perfect. <laughs> um, the other thing I will say is I do think it also suffers a little bit from some of the same stuff you can find in Tyler the Creator's uh, music, which is um, all right. So like J Cole produces all his own shit and it's boring, right? Mm-hmm. Tyler the Creator produces all his own shit, and I think one thing he can kind of fall prey to, in my opinion, um, and you know, there's probably people with better music. You, I, I don't. An opinion is an opinion, so it can't really be better or worse. But more qualified to speak on, like, the music theory aspect of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, I-, I feel like Tyler, the Creator, has also always had a problem um, sometimes uh, doing too much in, like, a beat. Like, like there's too many conflicting sounds and, and yeah. chords. And, like, sometimes it just muddles everything up a little bit. And yeah. And that almost was a plus for me when I heard this. Not because I enjoy that, but because I, I feel like that means he's going back to that old sound where that used to happen a lot. You know what yeah. I mean? I think like, there are songs the on Wolf where I'm just like, what the, like, I don't really know what the fuck you were going for. Like, it still ultimately sounds good because I think his voice is as, like, even when he's not yelling, it's just got, like, because it's so deep, it just kind of, like, comes through regardless of what all the noise is. You know what I mean? So, like, the music's still okay because, like, his voice always comes through clear kind of no matter what. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah I, I think and I think that that's sort of what you said that the overwhelmingness that's sort of what <clears throat> excuse me but prevents Cherry Bomb from really being an album I really really like um so Wolf yeah. I liked in college it was like good I was like I like this some of the songs I'm like oh, well it, it's like it's like I noticed where he was going and I was half there with him I was like you're not leaving Goblin behind but I like where you're going with some of this right and then with Cherry Bomb I just did not like that album much at all. I think the only there's, song I really like is Smuckers, but I just think it's because the sound is just, there's just so much of it and it goes everywhere. There's no consistency. It's just like one song, there's like symbols and syllables and that, that like sound, that, that sound that he does in all of his songs. And yeah. I just kind of like all over the place. And I never find myself going back to any of it other than the one with Kanye and Lil Wayne. So um, Cherry Bomb has a, there are like three songs I can think of off the top of my head that. I remember going back to, and they're very, um, I think they're the ones that are the most distilled into what they are. They are, I feel like they're all very different, Mm -hmm. um, from each other. Like, the album doesn't seem cohesive to me, but, like, it, 
they are very, um, it's the least of the overwhelming shit, right? So one is Buffalo, which basically has the same beat as, or no, it doesn't have the same beat, but it starts with the same thing. It's like numbers on the boards with the, hey, yeah, and then it like, yeah. You feel all right? Yeah, yeah, exactly that. And the, so the, the push a T. Yeah, I'm so fancy, bitch. Get off me. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and death. Uh, Buffalo has, I think, some of that. It might have all of it. Like it might have that full beat, and he's on it too. Um, and I like Buffalo. Um, so it's funny. There's another Schoolboy Q song on this that I don't like because, again, I just feel like there's too much going on. But. The Brown Stains of Darkies Latifah, which is the weirdest fucking name for a song ever. It's also like the Brown Stains of Darkies Latifah parts 9 through 12. And there's no fucking 1 through 9 at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck is going on here. But like, that song, it's it's completely different. It's very weird. But the beat is still like much more simple and contained than all the other ones. And then Smuckers. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And Smuckers is basically just a piano the whole fucking time. You know what I mean? Like... And keep the O's. I, well, I oh, like, yeah. well, keep the O's, O's is okay, but it, I like the there's beat. A... Go ahead. I was gonna say I like I like the, like the bass, but that is the most abrasive beat mm-hmm. ever. I'm like, this sounds like every time there's like the screech sound. I'm like, that's that's an that's an alien from Aliens being killed. Also, like, the audio mixing gets so weird on some of these, especially Igor. Like where like I can't clear. As much as, like, his voice comes through stuff, it's like they distorted his voice on mm-hmm. songs in Igor. And I'm like, I don't yeah. know what the fuck you're saying. Like, I literally <laughs> cannot... It took me years to figure out New Magic Wand. He's saying New Magic Wand. I knew that was a title. I never realized what the fuck he's saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, New mm-hmm. Magic Wand. But, like, the way it's distorted, I was like, I don't know what the fuck you're saying. Just can't do it. <laughs> can't figure it out. It's fucking a foreign language to me. Um earthquake it's like hard for me to even hear them half the time and mm-hmm. so it's like it's one of those things i feel like you just kind of got to deal with right like as right. a listener to someone especially someone like tyler the creator because like he's definitely like it's hard I, I don't i feel weird saying this because there's people there's just a million examples right of different people doing different stuff but i feel like he's one of those people um, even more so than Kanye to me, where it's like, he just does what he wants to do. Like, everything, I'm trying to think how to explain it. It's, uh, in terms of, if we put it in, like, painting terms, like, all, everything Tyler, the creator, has ever done is just going to be an abstract painting, right? And, like, you may not understand it or why he went in that direction, but that's just what he was feeling when he made the album, right? Like, mm-hmm. Igor, there's no thread line like there's no line of reasoning i can see where you can look at any of his albums beforehand and figure he's gonna come out with igor right i don't yeah. see the I mean, connective maybe, tissue maybe like at all like a little a, a couple of flares here and there in flower boy but that's it we're right. to the point where like i love flower boy and i was like fuck yeah like this is like the best title that i can get like you know i, I like this and then Igor comes out and i'm like no this is the best that Tyler can get i love this and so but again, like once I listen to Igor and I go back and listen to Flower Boy, I'm like, oh, there's like little, um, little beats and tunes and stuff that he takes from Flower Boy and I think reuses them in Igor, or he takes something very similar. Um, and, in, and I think to Igor. even further my point, I do see what you're saying, right? And now that I think about it, I could see some of the tissue there. But like, I loved Flower Boy, mm-hmm. and like. I just could not get into Igor. Like, I appreciated it for what it was, but it was not my thing at all. Like, I just, like, 
again, too much of the audio quality. I was like, I can't really understand what he's saying. Like, some of the mm-hmm. beats were a little over the top. And then, like, I was just like, it's just not, like, I, I can't get into it for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Like, I just, I can't hear him in most of the songs, I feel like. <laughs> like, literally, like, I feel like I can hear him in the first three songs. And then, like, everything mm-hmm. after just sounds like instrumentals to me. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm just like, wow, just like I, it's just not for me. Like, that, that's what it is, right? It's just not for me. Yeah. But to have an album like Flower Boy, you know what it is, too? I think Flower Boy was the most studio album him you were ever going to get. If that makes yes. sense. Yes. Like, Flower yeah. Boy is the most just, like, rapper put out an album, here it is. Right? Yeah. It's, 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 like the, it's like the Boy. peak of that, right? I think it's like... Um... It's the most normal. Yeah. In in that, in like a weird way of using that word, right? Because like everybody has their own different things, so it's hard to say what's normal. But like, it, it definitely feels the most normal, right? It feels yeah. the least out there out of all of his albums. Yeah, and I think, uh, well, I think the success of that one, Andy Gore, sort of bought him the opportunity to just do now, kind of whatever the fuck he wants. Right, but even still, Igor is like really out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's not oh, like yeah. a stereotypical album for an, a rapper to put out in any sort of sense, right? Right. Um. So like, it's just, it's cool to just get back to this for me. You know what I mean? Like this is kind of like more my wheelhouse with Tyler. Tyler, like you said, like Wolf was like you. You were like halfway there with him, right? Yes. Wolf, I was all the way there with him. Like, and I was like halfway there with him on like the two albums before that, right? The two albums before that were a little much for me, right? Yeah. And Wolf toned it down just a little bit and it put me right in the fucking wheelhouse. And I was like there. I love almost every song on that album. Like, I'm trying to think, like, there's so many songs on that album that are just like, Domo 23 kills me. Also the music video. That's the other thing I wanted to touch on. The music video he sent me is just like Wolf, Tyler, the creator. So if you go watch the, if you watch the music video for Lumberjack, and then you watch the video for, I'm going to say Domo 23, um, and then I fucking hate you, I-F-H-Y, yeah, mm-hmm. yep. that shit is the same exact aesthetic. Like, like they, he is, it's the same, you could have told me that video came out then. Right? Like, you could have told me, like, this is on that album, and this is, like, that video. Because it's, like, the same... I don't even know how to explain it, right? Same it's thing a with, like, um, video, See I... You Again. I think it has that same aesthetic where he's, like, on the Navy boat, and there's all the sailors, right? Maybe. I, like... I I don't know that one off the top. What album is that from? That's uh, Flower Boy. Flower Boy. Okay. I never saw the music video for that one. But, like, the other music video I can think of off of Flower Boy is the fucking... Uh... I ain't got time. Where he's like wearing a white dude's face. It's fucking yeah, weird. yeah. Um, but either way, like it, the whole thing's. Uh, but yeah, it's just like seeing that again to me was just like oh shit. Like I'm excited because this is like I and I randomly was like let me go listen to this like the same day it came out probably. You know what I mean? I was like let me go just listen to some of this old and then I heard this and I was like oh we're back. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm super excited. Um, yeah, and the thing is, you know, when I added this topic to the Google Doc for for this week's episode, um, I think the song had just come out, like the just the song, and so yeah. I put it under it. I was like, "Hey, new album coming soon, I guess," because you know these days, it it well, pin in that real quick. But yeah, and so then literally today he was like, "Album June twenty fifth, you know, tomorrow when you're listening to this next week for us." Week. Yeah, yeah, and so I think it's so interesting how nowadays you know an artist will release a single. 
like Cardi B or even Megan Thee Stallion, and then there's no news on an album. The the single pretty much lives on its own, and then there's like that sort of artist, and then there's like an artist on the other side where it's like Tyler Creator or Billie Eilish, where they release a song and they're like, the album is coming on this day. Here's the tour. Here's the vinyl. Here's when the merch is dropping. You know, here's like a short clip of the video music video, and then you know it, it it's it's interesting how being able to control every aspect of it, of a release, you know, you don't have to go through a label because you can just go through social media. It's interesting how it either leads to insanely precise planning, like Billy, like Tyler, or it leads to just like, here's a single album will come out whenever the album, the single, it's like its own thing, like Cardi, like Megan, like, um, even like Drake, had that one Drake, period of Drake yes. where like we were talking about how like a bunch of singles came out and they were all great, and then yeah. they just never were on an album. Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, like he didn't even that... give us a throwaway bullshit album. Just like here's a couple songs that are good that yeah. I like just will release for sale. Like, nah, he was just like those are out and they're gone. Like yeah, <laughs> the one with uh, Lil Durk where he's um he's like at the Nike headquarters with like Kevin Durant and OBJ and he's just like writing fucking um, what are they called. Uh, jet jet skis around the the Nike pond and stuff, and he's right. like that. He's just like here's a music, here's a song. We're like okay, like album coming. Here's a song, have fun. Uh, J Cole, that's another one that he's like, all right, you know, here's a song, album next week. Here's like the merch. Here's the blah blah blah, right? Yeah, so, like, here's I, the festival for it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like it's interesting. I just I, I think it's so cool, or it's so interesting how um a album rollouts happen, and then B sort of an aesthetic that every album chooses or every artist chooses for every album. You know, like I think Kanye was the best at this. Taylor Swift is always really good at this. Um, I think Billie Eilish is trying to do this with her second album um, where like each album, it's just like a, like a whole different, not just sound, but then a whole different look. Like it's a completely different artist. Right. If you, if you would, if you would wipe my mind of all the words and all the knowledge of like, specific songs right of like kanye west Mm -hmm. i would still be able to tell you by the feel of the album which like if i'd never heard a song before like you it's hard to explain right this concept that i'm coming up with but like if you wipe my mind that i never knew what the words to big brother were and i never knew what album that came out on but i knew what each album sounded like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I had a feel for what each album was. There, I, Big Brother would always go on graduation. The only right. the only albums I could ever see mixing up are uh, College Dropout and Late Registration. Those are... Yes. They're, yep. they're, they're his more standard. You know what I mean? Like, he just came right, out. Right, right, right. He was and a producer before the, he was a rapper, so he probably was in more of a box. But, yeah, like... The, cha- the, the differences are very slight. Like, there's, like, a little bit more strings, a little bit more orchestral sound to Late Registration, but that's, like, it. Everything else is pretty not similar but the sound is it's pretty consistent like if you right. tell me like quick go to your head which album is two words on i'd be like uh uh i don't know late registration no wrong you know <laughs> bang <laughs> hit you with the mic bring uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. but um the uh you know there's that and then like i, I could tell you every like you play me a dark twisted fantasy song i'm promise you i'm gonna be able to tell you it's on that album Jesus, Jesus, I'll, I'll know it's on that. Yep. The, oh, I, what's funny though, to me, "Blood on the Leaves" has always sounded like a "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy" song. Mm-hmm. It, it, that one feels like a layover. Like I feel like he was working on that song while he was making that album, and then he was like, 
it doesn't fit, and then held it back, and then did Jesus, yeah. and he was like, I think I can make this work, and then, like, finished it, and, like, that one has always felt to me, like, it doesn't, and it doesn't even feel out of place on Jesus at all, but I also, like, for some reason, I, I like, in my head, I want to move it to the other, to my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy a little bit, but every other song on Jesus, 100% Jesus, I don't even, here's a good one, I the only songs I know of 808s and Heartbreak, because I did not, like, I'm just not into that. Mm-hmm. The only songs I know are, what, Amazing, Heartless. Um, The one with Kid Cudi. Uh, Welcome to Heartbreak? I, I did not know that one. I don't know. And then, uh, um, I know Robocop, because a friend showed it to me, and I thought it was terrible. Um, but, uh, like... The one with Lil Wayne, See My Nightmares, Paranoid... Say so, you will. Either way, I had no. I, I've never heard any of those songs. Right? I promise, if you played one of those, I'd be like, "That's that's got to be from 808s and Heartbreak." Like, I I know what that sound sounds like. You know what I mean? From even just the few songs, right? Mm-hmm. Amazing and Heartless. You can immediately be like, "I know what that whole album sounds like," and not right. in a bad way. It's just like it's cohesive. So right. And the same thing with Tyler. You know what I mean? Like, I can I I can hear a Wolf song and probably tell you. I can definitely tell you if it's a fucking Cherry Bomb song. And I can, the Flower Boy's the one that's the hardest for me. And I think it's just because right. it's, like, standard. It feels the like most you said, standard. it's the most, yeah, like, rapper putting out a cohesive, album. consistent album, yeah. I promise you I'll know if it's a fucking Igor song, because I won't be able to understand them. Like, it, like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to say. <laughs> um, so, like, there's, you know, I, I, he's he's one of the best, right? Him, Kanye, I'm trying to think of any others off the top of my head. Like, you said Taylor Swift, that's not really in my wheelhouse, but... Um, I'll take your word for it. Um, yeah, either way, I'm sure there's a couple others I just can't think of off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, just like very good at like, one, having wildly different sounds and two, like it still being cohesive. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, I'm just very excited for it, for sure. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll like, we won't have it for next week because I think it'll be right on release eve, but in two weeks we'll have, uh, you know, our thoughts about it. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be a good one because I'm I'm yeah. definitely gonna catch that the moment it comes out. Um, yeah, same. Oh, also, uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, I I remember reading this and being like, oh, we can talk about this for a split second, and I lost it. Ugh. Sound like a giant asshole. <laughs> so I should have had this already. Okay, Vince Staples is releasing... Alright, here's the thing. I had the date right, but I was like, wait a minute, that's tomorrow. Um, Vince Staples is also releasing a single tomorrow. Oh, um, nice. Called yeah. Law of it's Averages. Been, it's been a while. I think the last thing was that uh, the, the summer one. It was like uh, the FM something. But I think Summertime 03 or something like that? No, it was... I think so. Uh, actually, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. But I think the last I time... I think Prima Donna... Like, so, I'm trying to think. Summertime 03, like, Prima Donna, Big Fish Theory... Big Fish Theory was 2017. That's like the last time that I, I was like, this is like an album. And I think you had like a mixtape of some sort. But I love Big Fish Theory. And I think that for another reason, because I think the fucking sound is so different for that one. But yeah, I'm excited for that one. I saw that it was, um, he had a FM. It was just like FM exclamation point. Oh, okay. And that was uh, 2018. But that's like the last, I think that's his last thing. I didn't even know that one came out. Yeah. So I might have Summer to go back to that one. But... Big Fish Theory 2017. Uh, so anyways, that, all right, this is such a weird thing, uh, for me. So that song, Law of Averages, is a single dropping tomorrow. I'm definitely mm-hmm. going to listen to that. The weirdest thing to me is that 
his album, I think, has a release date. Um, I feel like I read it was a release date. It had one. But his next album is self-titled. Like, it's his next album is Vince Staples. Vince Staples. So, the thing is, is like, that's fine. But I feel like every every time someone has a self-titled album, it's their first album. <laughs> You've had four. And now you're like, uh, Vince Staples presents Vince Staples. I'm like, what the fuck you is gotta, that? You gotta, do the, you gotta call it, uh, what do they call um what do they call Beyonce's eponymous? You gotta be like her eponymous album or his eponymous album, right? It's just, it, yeah, it's just, it was a weird thing. I was like, what the fuck? Um, also, it was summertime 06, not summertime 03. Um, so, yeah. but uh, yeah, so yeah, I, I, if he drops a new album soon, I, I'm super fucking into that too. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, same, and same. also, that's a weird thing, right? Because to me, they're in. I'm gonna say the same genre, but like obviously, but you you get what I'm saying, right? Like they yeah same circles, I guess probably yeah, yeah, yeah. both of their music, and then like haven't really gotten anything from either of them in a while, or at least in Tyler's case, like we hadn't gotten the stuff that was in the same circles, right? Like Igor is not really going to be for necessarily those same people, um, right? Right? Yeah, that was so, 2019, and Flower Boy was uh, 2017. Yeah, so then it you know it came back. Um, what else is it? Oh, I have a. I again didn't really like Igor all that much, just because. Mm. But I have uh, ever since I saw that performance he did. What was it at the Grammys? I think so. yeah, yeah. Where like he had like the fucking dude singing on the balcony, and then like a bunch of people that were all dressed like him with oh, the same yes. wig, and yeah, then the, the buildings the on fire the... in the background and she... shit. Yep, I was yep, like, yep, yep. nah, this is next level. I like that made me appreciate the whole album more <laughs> right like yeah, fuck, yeah that's like so i was like holy shit like he has a whole thing in his head right like you know what i mean yeah. like this is what this is supposed to be to him and i did not get that at all when i listened to it but seeing that that's there for someone it like means more to me yeah i don't know why i um yeah i went to see him on tour for the igor tour uh <sighs> two years ago now and he i mean he doesn't he did pretty much just songs just from igor and flower boy but he did do um yonkers of course i think I, he was like yeah let me take this back you know like he basically was like i'm gonna do this song but just this one and he did that one and i think he did uh tamale but like that's it like, i love three... tamale so much and at first i thought i hated it when that album came out like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like annoying almost yeah i mean like... it's like the keep the o's right like it's just like that that abrasive sound to it right and also but like for some reason now when i go back to it i'm like song's fucking great and i love the opening and it's just, it's literally just a woman screaming like Tamale over and over again. And I'm just like, in, 100%. Yeah. And so those were the only two songs he did pre Flower Boy. Maybe, yep, that those are the only two. So I, I have, I've never seen him in concert, but he strikes me as the type of person that gives like full energy the whole time. Oh, yeah, he right? was like, really good. Like some people, sh- like, uh, again, I don't, I haven't gone to a lot of concerts, but like, I know people talk about like future and how he'll just kind of fucking mope around, you know what yeah. I mean? Like while he's doing it. But, like, I, Tyler Crater just seems like someone to me that's, like, 100% energy the whole time giving yeah. it full attention. Oh, I know yeah. Vince Staples is like that from where, you know, we saw him at the UNC homecoming. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> yeah, he, he gives it all. Yeah, he, um, Tyler was great. I think the best person I've seen in concert, like, in terms of putting on a show, has been Drake. Um, really? I think he's, he like, he's out there. He's like, yeah, you know, you guys are the best. Like, let's do this. Like, he, like, he's full energy, like, the whole time i've it's never been to it you would think he, he, he you know he's like the biggest right that it surprised me when you said that 
<laughs> yeah, he's like he he could easily phone it in, and nobody would give a shit. Right. Um, I, I never went to one of his concerts, and obviously I never will going forward. But like, I have to imagine those fucking Kanye fucking uh, concerts were just fucking out of control. Like oh, the, the with the with the, masks with the stage. Or the floating oh, stage. The I mean, maybe not the stage. ones with the floating stage because those are the ones where he started fucking losing his mind and ranting for, yeah. like, hours. That, but, like, but like, like, with the fucking diamond mask. Like, no, there's Jesus, always the yeah. one There's always the one I see where he's playing Runaway, right? And he's got the diamond mask and he's hitting the, yeah. just, like, the ding. The beat, yeah. Ding. But then he finally hits the fucking ding. And the crowd just goes fucking ape shit. And I'm just like, I, just being there one of those had to just be incredible, I, right? Yeah, I really wish I would have made an effort to go to one of those. I mean, I, I think he only that that the the tour itself was not limited. I just don't think he did like all of the cities that people usually do. Yeah, but that would have been nuts because I think um, Kendrick opened for him. Oh yeah, you're right. And he, this was like right after Good Kid, Mad City. So or Kendrick watched opened the throne. Any of those? I'm, yeah, those had to be fucking insane. Though, oh yeah, and that's the thing is that so so for for Watch the Throne, he the, him and Jay did like a full like. All of the cities you can imagine: Greensboro, Atlanta, Columbus, Charlotte. Right? I'm oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I remember that. I remember. Yeah, and so they did like all the cities, but then for the one that um, what's the one that we're talking about for Jesus, I think he only did like big cities like Atlanta, DC, New York, Dallas, and like ten right. more. Right. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, but anyways, it, I. I would like to go to a Tyler concert. I feel like that'd be a really solid one to, yeah, to yeah. go to mm-hmm. for sure. Um, maybe that'll be on the menu when when this mm-hmm. next album comes out. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, the last thing I guess we're going to talk about is um, oh, big update. Your boy got a fucking PS Five. Let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, so I have to give you I have to give you a little bit of a story here, right? So mm-hmm. I've got a, a yeah. little story to go along with this. Um, so let's see. I had basically given up on getting a PS5. I was like, fuck it. I, like, I'm playing MLB The Show on my PS4. I've got a couple games that, like, if I ever get bored of that, I still need to go finish. That, like, either I started and didn't finish or just want to but just never got around to it. Um, so I was like, I'll, I'll just play this PS4, right? And then, but the thing is, I'm still, I'm still following all the accounts that do the drops. But, like, when they would tell a drop was out, like, let's put it this way. I usually have my phone on vibrate. When I was actively trying to get a PS5, I had it turned up and I had their notifications set to a different sound than any of my other notifications, right? So, like, it'd pop up and be like, oh, fuck, I need to go now. Like, I need to go check my phone to try and get one now. Um, I basically quit leaving my phone turned up. I was like, it's just on vibrate. I'd see the notification. It'd be from 10, 15 minutes ago. I wouldn't even check. I'd just be like, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't get it. It's fine. Um, the only one I still ever tried was PlayStation Direct because you join a waiting room and then when the waiting room's over, it just throws you in line randomly, right? So, like, that was the most where it's like, I don't have to be faster than everybody else. Like, it'll just put me in line and if it puts me in front, I get one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, saw another tweet. I was like, PlayStation Direct drop, is going to drop Thursday. It's been announced or whatever. And they're like, people are getting these emails saying, um... You know, we're inviting you specifically, whoever gets the email, to get one. And so, apparently, they've been doing this every time, basically. They have a PlayStation Direct drop. So, basically, they send out the emails. People buy them. They either have more or some people don't show up. And so, then they open it up to the public. People wait in a room. They get thrown in the queue. They buy what's left. Um, So, 
I saw, I didn't know those emails were a thing, but as I looked it up, it was like every other one, right? Like it, it's not, this was not a one-time thing and I happened to look out. Apparently they just do this all the time. Um, it's just, you know, it's limited people cause there's only limited consoles. So I see the things like PlayStation Direct Thursday and then mm-hmm. there is somebody post something. It's like, if you have the email, someone's like, I- I- am I guaranteed to get one? And someone was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. And I was like, <laughs> I looked at my email and I didn't see it. Right. I didn't see anything. Mm-hmm. And this was like seven o'clock. That's important. Uh, I, well, I guess it's not super important, but seven o'clock when I'm looking. And then I just, for no reason, decide to search in my email Right, like, like not just scroll through. I mean, to actually go in the search bar, because mm-hmm. the thing is, I used to get PlayStation emails all the fucking time. Like, hey, this uh, days of play sale, uh, the summer sale, uh, this big game's about to drop, uh, and like, I used to just they used to just fucking flood my email. And I noticed I hadn't gotten any from PlayStation recently, so I like just searched PlayStation, mm-hmm. and there at five o two p.m. was like, we've invited you. To buy a PlayStation 5. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, if I'd... Because the thing is, I'd already scrolled. And it wasn't there. And even after I saw that, I went back to my inbox and scrolled. And it wasn't there. So I figured out that what happened was... is it, I, it At least on Gmail. Like, the mm-hmm. Gmail app. On my main... Uh, like, email account. Because I have a couple... Like, my work email and a couple other ones on here. There is a separate spot for promotional emails that is like, like mine goes like the most recent email in my inbox. And then there's a little like a tag symbol, like, like on a close or like, like the best buy symbol. You know what I mean? Like it's the tag. Yeah. Yeah. And it says promotions and it's just filled with all those PlayStation emails for sales. Like anytime Target sends you something, it just fucking throws it in there because it's like, no, you don't want to see that. Yep. So that fucking email was in there. And if I had yep. never searched it, I was never going to click that and never would have seen that email and would have not gotten a PS5. The yep. very first I hate thing when I... it does that. Because, like, when that happens to me, too, like, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll order something from Target. Yes, I just or ordered something adds from a Fanatics, lot. which yeah. I've never ordered from before, and it threw it in there. And I was like, I'm not getting updates on when this shit shipped. And right, exactly. And it's like, you go to promotions, and they're like, wait, but this is like, this isn't a promotion. This is like a legit email, and I have to move it over to the main one. I mean, it doesn't matter, but I'm like, no, 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 this doesn't belong here. This belongs over there because this is like a legit, like, I need this email. Right. So I was like, but the first thing I did was like, I'm about to be Superman, but I'm going to search. And like, I searched PlayStation, and because there's a fucking million of them, because they do hit me with all these little bullshit emails. I started fucking scrolling through, and I was like, I swear to God, if they invited me before, and I just didn't see it, I'm going to be furious. <laughs> like, <laughs> and they did not. So, like, that makes it even more like, oh, shit, I got lucky to me, right? Is It's not like I had missed some before and then finally saw the one. It was, like, the first time they did it, and it's the only time I've searched for that email. Like, out of all the mm-hmm. times they've done this, this was the first time I searched for the email, and it was there, like, two hours ago when I searched. And I was like, what the fuck? Um, so... I have a PS5. Oh, the other story is I got home. I told my wife, I was like, hey, I got invited. I can get a PS5 because she knows I've been trying. But she also mm-hmm. knew I gave up. And so in MLB The Show, which is basically all I've been playing recently, the pitching, you have to use the analog stick. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to make like the motion of like, I, I don't know. It's hard to describe because like the motion you make with the analog stick is not like the arm motion. But it all kind of makes sense when you read it. Like right. the fastball, you pull it straight back. 
flick it straight forward with correct timing. You know what I mean? Or, right, right. So, right. like, but a change-up, you, like, kind of loop it around. If it's a circle change-up, you do a full circle. It's not like, like, you're, when you throw a circle change-up, you don't make a motion of a full circle. It's just you hold your fingers that way. But it intuitively makes sense when you do it. But anyways, I noticed that whenever I swing my thumbstick either straight down or to the left, it, like, it, like, rapidly moves to the left and right. So, like, I would go to do this motion, and to throw the pitch correctly, you have to do it exact. And, like, I would throw a sinker, which starts with going straight down, and all of a sudden it would jab to the left, like, four times, and it'd be, like, 0% accuracy, and my throw would just be, like, wild, fucking, like, five feet overhead. <laughs> and so I was, like, telling her, I was, like, and the thing is, is it's, it's mostly okay. Like, it doesn't happen all the time, and it doesn't always happen super aggressively. Mm-hmm. But, like, every once in a while, like, I'd be playing online, and I'd be trying to throw like a curveball, and it'd be like fu- 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 like to the left super hard, and then I'd just fucking lob it in like square middle of the plate, and the dude would launch a homer, and I'm like, "Oh, you motherfucker, bro! This is like my controller fucked me." <laughs> so she knew that was the case. Mm-hmm. The same thing that makes PS5s hard to come by, the semiconductors, mm-hmm. are also used in controllers. So I've gone to GameStop like three or four times just to buy a new controller for my PS4. They're like, "We don't have them," and like mm-hmm. I looked on Sony's website, they don't have them. So. For Father's Day, <laughs> she bought me a DualShock 4 because she found oh. one. And so she was like, you're getting... I was like, I'm getting a PS5. She was like, oh, that's great. And I was like, are you okay if I get like an extra controller when I order it? Because I always have two. So I let one yeah. charge while I'm using the one and then swap them out when it's about to die. And she was like, wait, you can't use the, the PS4 controllers on the PS5? And I was like, no, it's a different controller. And she was like, hmm. And she just like Aww. she just looked down at her phone and started doing stuff. I was like, "What's wrong?" And, but the thing is, she didn't just go like mm, when I said that about the controller. Like we talked mm-hmm. for a little bit more, so I really had no idea it had anything to do with the controller. And I was like, "Why are you upset? Like you were okay with me buying one the whole time, and now that I like can get one, you're like in a bad mood." And she was like, "No, it's nothing." I'm like, "What's going on?" And she was like, "You fucking ruined everything." And I was like, "What happened?" Oh. <laughs> And I was like, what happened? And I was like, oh, you bought me a new controller. She was like, you're such a dickhead. Because (laughs) I ruin my gifts all the fucking time. And I never do it on purpose. So, like, this... All right, so here's the one that's the most knuckleheaded of me, right? Is that, like, I came home one day. I'm also super bad. I'm super bad about recognizing uh, holidays, events, birthdays. Like... If you ask me, here's the thing, it even happens with my own. It's like, if you ask me my own birthday, it's March 8th. But, like, Mm -hmm. I don't realize, like, how close March 8th is until it's too late, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. So, like, Mm -hmm. Kaylin's birthday is July 10th, and this just happened today. Luckily, I have time. But she was like, what are you getting me for my birthday? It just as a joke. I was like, oh, fuck, Uh, your birthday's in, like, three weeks like fuck me i had no like like, yeah i would have never if you asked me july 10th every time no hesitation but like Mm -hmm. i don't realize how close july 10th is until it's too late like and i'll be like right now i know her birthday's in three weeks i'll be like i'll just search for it this weekend and then this weekend will come and go and i'll just have not gotten something i'm like it's okay it's july 10th and then it's fucking july 5th and i'm like oh shit (laughs) like like, nothing i order is going to be here in time fuck Uh um so like, the Father's Day thing did... Oh, so anyways, the, the one I fucked up, the most knuckleheaded, there was a box. I don't remember if it was Father's Day, birthday, what. I don't remember. 
there was a box just sitting on my front porch when I got home because I actually got home before her for once. And she didn't mm-hmm. tell me there was anything coming. So mm-hmm. like, I didn't know to like avoid it because, you know, whatever. And I didn't realize that we were even close to like whatever holiday it was. And it's like, it says on the box, like, Kaylin Cribs, GameStop. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hmm. that's not right. Like, she doesn't order anything from GameStop. And I fucking opened it. I was like, what the fuck is this? And I opened it, and I pulled it out, and it was the controller that I had recently told her that, like, I, I like the colors of. Mm-hmm. I immediately shoved it back in the box. And before I even walked in the house, I called her, and I was like, hey, I just fucked up one of my gifts. She was like, what do you mean? I was like, you got me a controller. And she was like, you asshole. And I was like, <laughs> I, was like I, did, I didn't realize that we were even close, and I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. I was like, I just, I, she was like, it didn't have your name on it. I was like, I know, but I was like, why the fuck would you order something from GameStop? Something's wrong, and I opened it. Like, uh, you should have uh, just like been like, shit, masking tape, masking tape. <laughs> uh, but like, and then the next one, she ordered me. It was for it was for a smaller holiday, right? Like it wasn't Christmas, it wasn't my birthday yeah. or anything. I can't remember what it was for, but the gift was she ordered me. She ordered me a movie. And the plan was for us to, like, have a date night. Like, she ordered, like, the movie, and she had bought popcorn and just kind of hit it away. And bought, like, these little, like, fake, like, popcorn bags. You know what I mean? For a movie that I liked that was older. Yeah. But when she bought the movie, she bought it using the Walmart account. But the thing is, the Walmart account that we use is tied to my email. So I just looked in my email one day, and it was like, Pulp Fiction is on its way. And I was like, what? And I, like, called her, I was like... Why did you buy? And she was like, "You asshole! You ruined the gift." I was like, "It was in my fucking email." Like, like I didn't like. I <laughs> uh, see. I think that that one's different though. That one's different because it's in your email. The other one, it's like okay, like you know, it's like her mail. But this one is like, like yeah. it's there, right? Right. Yeah, see, exactly. So if that's I might the... email, I see this movie or this ship or like your shoes are on the way. I think somebody stole my car. <laughs> getting ripped off. I got to call somebody right away. Right. Also, even if I knew it was a gift immediately, like. It was in my email. I saw it. Like, the thing right. is, too, is it didn't say, like, your order is on the way, and then I clicked it. It, like, literally said, like, the item name, which it might have been Pulp Fiction. I really can't remember. But, like, it had the name of the movie. It was like, mm-hmm. Pulp Fiction is on its way from Walmart. And I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, fuck, I ruined it. <laughs> and, like, so that one, I was like, you can't get mad at me for that one. When she got mad at me over the controller, I was like, that's fair. Like, it had your name on it. It was GameStop. It was close to, like, my birthday, probably. And I was like, that's fair. I'm an asshole. Right. Like, I should have just not opened that. I don't know what was wrong with me. But this one, again, she, she was like, you fucking ruined everything. I was like, how is this my fault? I was like, a limited number of people got this email to get this thing I've been trying to get for months. This isn't my fault. Just be happy for me. And she's like, I am happy you got it, but fuck you. You ruined the gift. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Oh, and then it. also I've guessed a couple. Like, literally just straight up guessed out of nowhere. I mm-hmm. One of them was, like, eerie. Like, all of a sudden, like, because she had been giving me these dumb hints that I could not make sense of, like, at all. Yeah. And, I, like, literally, you know sometimes you get hints that lead you to one thing, but that's the wrong thing? Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like, if I was, like, it's, you know, you use it outside, you know. It, it it will get dirty, but you, you you still wear it. It's like, oh, we're probably talking about shoes, right? You know what I mean? Like, right, that's the right. one thing I wear that you'll get dirty. And then if it wasn't shoes, you know what I mean? You'd be like, oh, it's a trick question because you're expecting me to get shoes. 
This, she was giving me hints, and I was like, I no fucking clue. She was like, it can fit in a bag. Or no, she was like, you would take it with you somewhere. And I was like, okay, does it fit in a bag? She was like, no, it's way too big for her. She was like, no, well, yeah, she was like, no, it does not fit in a bag, which obviously means it's way too big. And I was like, what fucking thing would I take places that I can't fucking carry? Like, what is this dumb fucking thing? And yeah. so, like, she had made me, like, cornhole boards. And I was like, ah, oh, mm. that's a good one. But, like, there was one where she gave me, like, hints like that. And I was like, I had no fucking clue. And then literally all of a sudden one day I was like, that's what you got me. And she was like, damn it. Like, like it wasn't even multiple guesses. I just all of a sudden was like, got it. And we weren't even talking about it. We were not talking about hints anymore. We were just, like, driving from the grocery store. And I was just like, and I wasn't even thinking about it either. Like, I wasn't trying to figure it out. So all of a sudden I was like, oh, you got me the thing. And she's like, god damn it. <laughs> what happened? Um, so like, yeah, I ruined a lot of fucking gifts. Um, but yeah, this one, I was just like, she just clammed up immediately. She's like, you do, you don't use the same controller. I was like, nah. She was like, <laughs> she's like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. uh, hopefully she can return it, you know, make some, you know, get that, some of that money back. But still it's like, damn it. Like, God damn it. But it, because of course, like, it's not like your, your fault, right? It's not like you like bought one, right? I feel like if you would have gone out and just bought a PS4, um, controller, you would have been like, well, like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you should have said something. But the fact that you were, like, trying for your PS5, it's like, you've been trying for so long, it's like, the opportunity <laughs> presents itself, and like, the you're thing gonna is, take it. And the funny thing is, though, is the reason she was comfortable buying the controller is because I had stopped trying to get a PS5. Because mm. she said she wasn't gonna buy it if I was still trying to get a PS5, because she knew that I wouldn't use it very long. But, yep. like, I had told her, and I actually had basically stopped trying. Like, I wasn't going to sites when they dropped. Right. I wasn't, like, keeping an eye on it to try and check the moment it happened. Like, and then all of a sudden, it was just like, Sonny was like, here's one! And I was like, ah! And it just fucking ruined the gift. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of, it's pretty much what happened with me, you know, when I when I got mine a couple months ago. Um, you know, when, when we were talking about it, I was like, I'll be fine. Like, I'm fine with my PS4. I'm fine the way things are. And then I was able to get one on Best Buy, and I was like, well, fuck, I mean, like, I'm not, not going to take the opportunity, right? Like, I'm just, like, right. right? Like, if it's here, I'm going to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I the, when I was actively searching for them. It was, like, a, such a pain in the dick, and I was just like, I'm just not going to do it. But then they were like, here's one. I was like, I have to. Like, I can't not. Because then, let's say I'm like, nah, just, I'd already get, like, I don't, I'm not worried about it right now. And then they're talking about this fucking semiconductor shortage through 2022, Bro, mm-hmm. if it's fucking November of 2022 and I'm trying to get one and I still ain't got one, I would be, I'd just be a giant asshole. Like, because right. I would be mad and it would also be my fault. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. And it's better to, like, go for it and be like, well, you know, it did, you know, it did cost me money, but, like, I have it here right now. And then exactly. in, like, six months, you're like, you know what? Like, I'm fine. Like, the, the, the money difference isn't that big, right? Whereas, you know, not getting it and then six months from later being like, damn, I should have gotten it. I should have really gone for it, you know? Right. Exactly. So, yeah. So, um, you boycott the PS5. Um, ruined my Father's Day gift. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I think it's, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, you win some, you lose some. Yeah, it's a fair trade. Hey, PS5, they're not bad. They're not bad. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked up. I ruined my birthday, my, my brother's day present. I got a PS4. You want me to say I fucked up? I fucked up. <laughs> But they're not bad. I got a PS5. I got a, got a PS5. It was, uh, you know, uh, hand wavy, 500 bucks. Yeah, it, I got the PS5. It was uh, solid state drive, uh, 4K. <laughs> you know, it's not. they're not bad. 
Did you get a disc version or digital? I got the disc. I don't know. Okay. So the thing is, I was a huge proponent the whole time we were talking about it, it was digital. Because I was like, it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. There's less moving parts to break. Yeah. And then for whatever reason in my fucking head, I was like, no, I want the disc one. The thing is, the disc one even, I feel like, looks worse because it's asymmetrical. It's like, ah, I think I want the disc oh, one. Oh, right, he's got that little bulb. Yep, yep. I was like, I think I want the disc one. Do you have the digital or disc? I have the disc. I've been buying 4K um, Blu-rays with it, too. So, it's like, ah, a, for me, it's see. like, it, it scratches the game itch, but then also, like, the movie itch. So, I'm, like, watching The Matrix with, with Mikey and stuff, and I'm like, dude, look at that. And he's like, whoa, look at that. Like, little quality stuff here and there. And same thing with The Dark Knight. So, it, it's it's been good on, on both fronts for me for that. Yeah, so I, I got the disc one. I don't even know why. Like, I don't watch movies that often. I, I just for whatever reason, I was like, like that. The I, this is so stupid. Like I can't tell you the last time I bought a disc game and played it. I've, they're all digital. Like all the games I buy and play are digital. Mm-hmm. The idea of possibly not being able to play a disc game, like, I was like, Mm-mm, can't do it. Like, <laughs> like, like I'm gonna see. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna see. Like at some point in the next year, a couple few or a few years, I'm gonna see like a used version of a game that I kind of wanted to play on sale, super cheap. And I'm gonna like, like, fuck, I have the digital, I can't I mean, do it. It's like a... It's I didn't spend a like hundred more dollars. <laughs> it's like that, I forget who does the bit, when talk about hammers, it's like, you know, man, like, when you don't have a hammer, you look at everything, you're like, yeah, God, I'd really like to have a hammer, because if, you know, I could hammer that, and I could, you know, put that hammer back in, I could hammer up some pictures, and then when you have the hammer, and you do, like, two of those things, you're like, didn't really need this hammer that much. It's like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't really need that. I could have just lived my whole life just living without those things. And it's yeah, like I talk, it's like, yeah, I talk. Yeah, I talk all the time about how it'd be nice to have like a drill. Like, I need a drill. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's I, like that. I'm yeah, never it's gonna like... have. If I get a drill, I'm just gonna fucking use it like three times and be like, all right, mm. well, all my stuff is drilled. <laughs> you know what that version of it is for me now? Like, a, like, a, like you know, we can wrap up with this. But like the last thing that is that for me is a knife set. So I moved to my apartment back in November, mm-hmm. and then around like January ish, maybe just a little bit before Christmas, or like a little bit after around Christmas time, um, I was like, I don't really have that many knives. Like I have like a couple of like small ones for like avocados or for like cr- cutting like limes or like tomato or something, but I don't have a big one for like cutting big things like a steak or something, right? And so I was like, I should get a a knife set because i feel like you know i all my knife and they're also all old the ones i have now right so i buy a knife set with the little you know the brick that you put into it mm-hmm. on the counter or whatever i've used them once <laughs> um i use the little ones like when when sydney when we're leaving leftovers or we're eating something like with a takeout or that we've cooked i use like the little ones but in terms of using the big ones like the bread ones the big like the butcher knife one the really nice long sharp one yeah once we made ratatouille i think i used it then and i think i used it when we made tacos a couple months ago but like that's it like i look at it and i'm like they look nice but in and to this day when i use my avocado when i cut avocados i use this little nice one that's got like a it looks like a fruit one like a really short blade but it's got a good handle so i can cut it pretty well and i'm like i don't even use that for my avocados and that's like what i cut most often right and so i'm like damn i really did not need those knives it's like that. It's like that. It's like when i was before I got it, I was like, man, if I had those knives, I could be cutting mangoes and steak and I'd sandwiches be cutting boots and subs. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to cut so much shit in half. <laughs> exactly. Now I'm like, didn't need it. Really didn't need it. Uh, I, got, I got the knives. They're not bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
So, all right, that's uh, that's the episode, guys. Um, if you wanna, if you wanna catch me, you can catch me at T Money Bags on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at EverCastro92 on Instagram. And if you want to catch the podcast directly, you can catch us at DiffAnimalsPod on Instagram and Twitter, or you can email us differentanimalspodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, spread the word, review, subscribe, whatever. Um, I, I've been leaving that part out, but I probably need to get back on it. Um, but as usual, stay safe, stay entertained, and we will catch you guys next week. See ya. Peace.